I can. ערב שבת קודש, פרשת מקץ, שבת חנוכה, תשפ"ג. usually the שיעורים of חומש בראשית were sponsored by קני ריפסטיין, ראש ברוך הוא בבלסינג, ובכל גוד בלסינג, הם והם פמילי. השיעור תונאית היה ספונסרד בי אין אנונימוס לכבוד מי, אני אפרישה את ברי מאץ' אני רוצה להשתמש את המשבור הוא בלסינג וברכה והצלחה ובכל הכל ולכבוד הוא יפולפיל את כל הכבוד לטובה. the idea of Nes Hanukkah in the palace of Paro. Paro had a dream. He didn't know what to do. He went to all his experts. The experts, they interpreted the dream. They gave a solution. But the Pasuk says, Be'ain poter otam lefar'o. The Pasuk should have said, Be'ain poter otam. What is the meaning, the extra word lefar'o? says Rashi that all the, all the, his advisors, they gave him a, an interpretation, but it didn't go to the ears of Paro. What did they tell him? Their solution was, says Rashi, Sheva banot ata molid, Sheva banot ata kover. Seven daughters, you are going to have seven daughters you are going to bury. This didn't go into the ear of Paro. Yosef gave him another solution, another interpretation. Yosef told him that seven years of famine, seven years of a lot of food, and seven years of famine will come to Egypt, on Egypt. This Paro liked. Why? Why Paro preferred the solution of Yosef onto the solution of the, of the old his advisors? I heard from my father, Lava Shalom, and he told me that, and also it's written after this, I found it in other Mephashim as well, The, the, the interpretation of all his advisors, Paro felt that they took him off his chair. The solution made, what they offered about his, the daughters made Paro as a farmer the dreams about cows, about wheat, bundles of wheat, 
and he has seven daughters, seven daughters. He has to get married. He has to get married. He has to marry them all. So this is what a dream of a farmer. It's not a dream of a king. When Joseph came and he interpreted the dream and he told him about famine, about uh, about a lot of uh, a lot of food that Egypt will have seven years, Pharaoh <laughs> felt that his chair became strong, that he has a dream about the nation, the Egyptian nation. It's a royal dream. Egypt will will become will be will become an empire, and I will be the head of the empire. Therefore, you all like the interpretation of yourself um, rather than the interpretation of all the other other advisors. Yosef. Um, was in jail and Sarah Mashkim saw that Paro is not well. He is not quiet. So he told him that there is a boy that he interpreted the dreams for Sarah Mashkim and Sarah Ophim. And he he says, you know what? It pays to invite him. So Paro sent to bring Yosef from jail to his palace. The Pasuk says that uh, they sent, uh, they sent, uh, they sent, they sent, they rushed him from the jail, from jail and he came and stood in front of Paro. And let's see now who is Yosef. Yosef. said to Yosef, Halom Halamti, I had a dream. I heard about you that you hear a dream, you can interpret it. What Yosef should have answered? To Paro. Paro just, Yosef just was rushed from jail. He doesn't know if he will remain free or they will send him back to jail. He doesn't know. And he doesn't know if they will take him. What should he, what he should have said? Paro, I want to tell you. You heard about me. I want to tell you, I have already experienced two dreams I interpreted to Sarah Mashkim, to the butler, and to the baker. And what I, what I, my solution came through. Everything happened, what I said. Yosef, see what he did. Paro started to talk to him. I had a dream and I heard that you are an expert and Paro wants to tell him the dream. 
what Yosef is doing here, he interrupts in the middle of the sentence of Paro. This is Pasuk Tet Zion. Vayan Yosef et Paro lemor. Biladai. Paro, you are mistaken. I am not an expert. It's not me. Elokim ya'aneh shlom paro. Only God. He interpreted dreams. Not me. Yosef, you put yourself in danger here. If you, first of all, you interrupt in the middle of the sentence of the king. Number two, if you are not an expert, so who needs you? And not only this, what Yosef did here, he embarrassed Paro in the worst way. Paro in Egypt he is not only the king of Egypt. Yosef is also the god of Egypt. And here what happened is that Yosef is saying to Paro, Elokim shlom paro. There is another God. And this is saying in front of whom, in front of all the Khartoumim, all the chiefs, and all the servants of Paro. Paro got very angry. How do we know? The Torah doesn't have a, you don't have pictures in the Torah to see the face of Paro. But the Torah has other ways to show us that Paro became angry. The Gemara Mesechet Makot, the Gemara makes a difference between the word Vayomer and the word Vayedaber. Vayedaber is harsh, Vayomer is soft way. Paro started to speak to Yosef softly. Vayomer Paro el Yosef, chalom chalamti ufoter enoto. I had a dream. And nobody knows to interpret it. And I heard you are an expert. Yosef interrupted and he told him about Elohim. And then Pasuk Zion says, Vayidaber Paro el Yosef. Suddenly, Paro changed his way of talking to Yosef. He spoke harsh to Yosef. Explains the son of the Chofetz Chaim. From here we see that Paro was angry at Yosef. What we are expecting from Yosef now? To stop mentioning the name of God. Paro got mad. <laughs> I am only a servant that just went out of jail. But Yosef, in the house of Potiphar, all the time he had name of God in his mouth. As Rashi says, and here in the palace of Paro, 
Yosef is not afraid. Already he said to Paro, there is another God. Joseph continues, and he adds and says again, Pasuk Kafhei, Vayomer Yosef el Paro, Chalom Paro Echadhu, you think you had two dreams, but it's one dream. Et asher ha'elokim oseh, igid lefaro. Borei olam. He told you, he, made, he sent you a message. There is another God. Yosef here pours to the ear of Paro, name of Borei olam, elokim. We continue. Pasuk Kafchet. Another time, Yosef pours to the ear of Paro in name of God. Who are the Varsha Dibarti al Paro? Ashera Elokim Ose, Hera et Paro. Again, another time, Yosef pours to the ear of Paro, name of Bore Olam. There is another God. And here, we are coming to a very strange pasuk that everyone will feel immediately there is here an extra world. Hishanot comes from the word v'shinantam. means repeat. And why the dream repeat to you twice about the cows and about the, the wheat. Valishanot hachalom el paro pa'amai, ki nachon hadavar meim ha'elokim, u'memaher ha'elokim la'asoto. The pasuk could have write only one time the word elokim. Ki nachon hadavar meim ha'elokim, u'memaher la'asoto. Why I have to write to say twice, nachon hadavar meim ha'elokim, Yosef, every opportunity that he found that I can pour to the ear of Paro, there is another God, there is a Lokim, that I believe in him, I will do it. And this is what Yosef did. He didn't stop. What is the end of the story here with Paro and Yosef. The Pasuk says, Pasuk Lamed Zayan, Vayitav Hadavar, Be'inei Faro, Be'inei Kol Avadav. The interpretation of Yosef was accepted by Paro and by all his servants. Everyone agreed to Yosef. Yosef is standing from one side. From the other side stands Paro, surrounds with all his servants and all his advisors. And everyone takes his, and bows to Yosef, agrees with his interpretation. Isn't this 
מסרת רבים ביד מעטים, that we are saying on Hanukkah, Yosef alone, opposite Paro and all his servants, ויאמר, next פסוק, ויאמר פרעה אל עבדיו, פרעה is turning to his servants, and what does he saying to them? הנמצא חזה איש אשר רוח אלוקים בו, פרעה, first time in his life, from his mouth comes out the word אלוקים. He says to פרעה to his servants, Did you see a man that he has Ruach Elohim in him, in his, in, in, his, um, in his head? Not only this, Yosef here succeeded excellent. He succeeded excellent. He poured to the ear of Paro word Elohim, and Paro suddenly starts to say, the word Elohim. In the beginning, Paros said to Yosef, אני שמעתי עליך לאמור, תשמע חלום לפתור אותו. The Egyptians, they didn't believe in God and Bore Olam. They believed in nature. This, I mean, uh, means, uh, if I have a dream, I'm going to an expert. The expert, he naturally is above a lot of people and he knows to interpret the dreams. It's a natural thing by an expert. Yosef told him, no, it's not me. I'm not an expert. Everything comes from, from Borei Olam, from Hashem, from Elohim. This is what, what Yosef told him, and, and Paro got mad. And let's see what says, what's written here now, Pasuk Lamed Tet. Vayomer Paro el Yosef, Acharei hodia Elohim otcha et kol zot, Ein navon vechacham kamocha. Paro himself bows to Yosef, privately. And he says, after God revealed to you the interpretation and shows that you are a clever person, means to say because to whom Borei Olam gives cleverness, to a clever, to a clever person, but Paro himself agrees with yourself. On one side, stands Yosef. From the other side stands Paro. Paro is the power of Egypt. He can do whatever he wants. He can kill a person as he killed the, 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 the baker. He can put people in jail. He can take out people of jail. is the, the highest power in Egypt. And he bows to Yosef. Yosef 
a servant that just came after 12 years sitting in jail. A weak person. Towards the highest power in Egypt. And the highest power bows to yourself. Isn't this Giborim Beyat Halashim? Masata Giborim Beyat Halashim. The Rabim Beyat Meatim in the palace of Paro. But not only that. Paro says the Gemara. Paro was a magician also. The magic, the power of magic, comes from Ruach Tum'ah, from impurity. Impurity. And Paro himself agrees with Yosef. Masata giborim biyad chalashim, verabim biyad meatim, utmeim biyad tehorim. This is the idea that we find in the parasha that idea of Hanukkah in Parashat Miketz, in the dreams of Paro, in the palace of Paro. It teaches us a lot of, of things, what we can learn from what Yosef did. Yosef was not afraid to mention the name of Bore Olam. He did it also in the house of Potiphar. Potiphar saw that Bore Olam is with Yosef. Says Rashi there, Shem Shamayim Shagur Alpi. Name of Bore Olam is all the time in the mouth of Yosef. Everything he says, Bezrat Hashem, with Hashem, all kinds of such things. And Yosef said it not only in the in the in the house of Potiphar, but also in the palace of Paro. Could be that this thing is from the Torah of Shem Ve'ever that Yaakov learned in their yeshiva how to survive in Galut, that Yosef, sorry, that Yaakov learned in yeshiva Shem Ve'ever and Yaakov passed it to Yosef how to survive in Galut. As Rashi says in the beginning of Parashat Vayeshev, he ben zekunim ulo, Yosef was a ben zekunim ulo, that he passed over all the Torah that he learned, Yaakov Avinu passed all the Torah that he learned in Yeshivat Shem to Yosef. Could be that this is one of the things 
that Yeshiva Shem Vei taught a person who goes to live among Goyim. And this is what Yosef did. And this is a lesson also to us, everyone who is in the diaspora. Always he needs to have Shem Shamayim on the tip of his tongue. It doesn't mean that everything, wherever he goes, he has to say Bezrat Hashem or Kadesh Baruch Hu to mention it every place. But the meaning is also, at that time, don't forget, there was no Torah that we have. That wherever you go, you have a Dvar Torah. Always you have name of Bore Olam in your mouth. This has to be the way of a person that he lives in the in the in the in, in Galut in the diaspora. And this we can learn from Yosef that he paved the way to Am Israel in Egypt, and he paved the way also for every Jew when he is when he is in, 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 in Galut. Um, we have to to remember that Yosef was alone in Galut, but all the Goyim accepted what he said. There is a story about Rabbi Yonatan Ibeshitz that one time. The Goyim, he had a debate with the with Goyim, and one of the priests said to Rabbi Yonatan Ibeshitz, he brought the proof. He used the pasuk from the Torah, and he says in the Torah it is written, "Acharei Rabim lehatot." You have to follow the majority. So if you have to follow the majority and it's written in your Torah, how come you, all the Jews, are not following us, our, our religion? Because we are the majority, and you are the minority. And since the Torah said, rabim lehatot, so follow the majority. Why are you not following the majority? Answered Rabbi Yonatan I will tell you, when the Torah said, follow the majority, is only when we have a doubt. This, uh, somewhere there is a, in, the, in, in court, um, uh, some people are saying guilty, some people are saying uh, innocent. What, I, what shall we do? So we follow the majority, have a doubt, we follow the majority. But by us, our religion, we don't have any doubt about it. So there is no place to follow majority. There was once a clever man. He was not a Jew. And he said, the person that the truth is with him, he is the majority. Even he is single. This has to be our way, always.
I want to wish everyone a very good Shabbat Shalom and Chanukah Sameach.